Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my well-rested co-host, Donna Lee. <laughs> Can you tell I'm well-rested? I feel really good. Thank you for noticing. Skin looks great. It's trying. There my, you go. My autoimmune problem's going down. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for noticing. Too much information. <laughs> this is a men's health show. I am a board-certified urologist, and this show is brought to you by the urology practice I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. Mm-hmm. That was like 25, 30 years ago. It was, he said, I guess I am aging. Or 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was started in Round Rock, Texas, but now we have offices everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. We have one in uh, Round Rock, of course, South Austin, North Austin, and Dripping Springs, where they love dripping. They do love dripping. We're Which, trying to get them to stop no, dripping. We got to stop all that nasty dripping. <laughs> dripping Springs, the houses are selling like crazy. People are moving oh down gosh. there like crazy. It's still the number one fastest or biggest county in the country. Is it? I'm sorry, fastest growing county in the country. Okay. That well, was in the news. Just make up whatever you want. We're I also can't. the number one podcast. We are the number two podcast. For those podcast. of you that, uh, <laughs> if we're just going to make up stuff. <laughs> we are the number one most listened to podcast ever in the history of the world. There you go. And I heard Joe Rogan's going to buy the old One World Theater place out on BK Road. So we need to make a ploy to be like a regular fixture there. We could be like a comedy duo talking about men's wellness. Well, only one of us is very funny. <laughs> we know that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was told recently that you were kind of funny that that I was so funny they that I should the think word. about giving up urology. They didn't add the word looking. I at the feel end. like that was a little bit of an insult. <laughs> you should give up urology. <laughs> maybe maybe you're going to be a better comedian. Oh no! Yeah, but... it's like when you tell the guy that's cutting your hair. Maybe you should really look into something, some other field of practice. <laughs> so we are a full service urology practice, and we treat kidney stones, prostate cancer, erectile dysfunction, whatever you think between the nipples and the knees. We say. We do say that, but it's confusing because some people think we treat nipples. That's right. We you can know, give you a nipple th- ring. There's another, there's another medical professional that has a podcast in town, mm-hmm. and it is a gynecologist and a podiatrist. Shut up. And they call their podcast no. From Tits to Toes. Stop it. I am not kidding. <laughs> Dr. Really? Rush. Oh, we have she to is, she is my. She's going to deliver my grandbaby oh. uh, very soon. And from, the, Wait, say it again. Tits to Toes. Tits to Toes. We thought about doing a nipples to knees, tits to toes crossover episode. Oh, we should. We should definitely do that. Oh my gosh. Um, wait, addition, we, we can't neglect that you just said grandfather or grandbaby, meaning yes. you're going to agree be a grandpapa. That's right, which makes my own attention to my own health so much more important. Right. Because I need to be one of those really active grandfathers that like, I don't know, somehow goes and watch them play soccer for an hour. Yeah. Wow. That's you? You're still doing that with your six-year-old? I know we're still doing with our (laughs) six-year-old. The uh, other aspects of our practice that we we provide include uh, advanced uh, testing, your metabolic uh, system, uh, cardiovascular testing. We have a nutritionist on staff who's a physician assistant specifically trained in functional medicine. We have pelvic floor physical therapy, uh, sleep medicine here, and deal with all of your hormonal needs, whether you're a man or a woman. Is that true? Yes. We do all that? We do all that. We're so impressive. We're we're pretty busy. That's why we're the number one most listened to podcast. We're we're pretty busy. And so when Mm -hmm. people are like, you know, you should do one more thing. I'm like... (sighs) 
Okay, we... I'll try to find it. I'll try to find the time. I'm not sure where I'm going to find it. Your questions and your participation uh, with our show is what drives us. So Donna, give us a question. We have a question that it was a little alarming, so I'm glad this person sent it in. I am 64 years old. I've had digital rectal exams for many years as part of my annual physical. My new doctor doesn't do them and says that if my PSA is too high, he will send me to a urologist. So after 20 years or so of digital exams... He said, now it isn't done. My dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer at 68 and died at 72. Is the PSA test all that I need or should I be getting an exam? I can't always catch your show, so please email me, which I totally will. Superb. So this reminds me of a very interesting uh, joke the other day, Oh, which is that patient came to me one day and said, hey, doctor, uh, you know, this finger up the butt thing. Haven't you guys come up with anything different? And I said, NAU urology specialist offering state-of-the-art digital rectal exams. Because now it sounds like it's computerized. Oh, but it's still your finger? But because it's called a digit. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get digital. (laughs) Can I tell you that if you have to explain the joke, it's probably not a good idea. What are you, a professional comedian? Oh, wait, you are. So, any case. Digits. (laughs) Any case. So, if you're looking to get advanced prostate cancer diagnosis, come to our practice. We are state-of-the-art offering digital (laughs) rectal rectal examinations. Digits. It's a great question on whether or not the finger exam is completely necessary. And the the truth of the matter is that as a percentage of cancers diagnosed, those found on your physical exam Mm -hmm. make up a minority. Most are found through an elevated PSA. But more importantly, if even if I find a nodule on the prostate, most of the time it's not cancer. So I consider the digital rectal exam the urologist handshake. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost like Mm. if you come to my office and you're not going to get that exam, Mm -hmm. you kind of feel like, you know, I kind of got let down. Uh, Really? I got gypped because I I came came all the way there and he didn't examine me. I don't know if it's like, it's like, that's the only way that you know that I care. But we have so many other ways of like diagnosing your prostate cancer or finding out if you're a risk. PSA is by far and away the most commonly used one. Mm-hmm. If you're at very high risk and you have a questionable PSA, then we can do an MRI of the prostate, which can find a lot of kind of diseases that you can't feel. And then we have some advanced testing. We have different kinds of PSA blood tests. We have different kinds of um, urine tests, other things to assess your prostate cancer risk. The other aspect of the digital rectal exam that can be of real value is to find occult blood in the in the in the stool, which can be a sign of underlying colon cancer, as well as finding masses in the rectum, so ultimately can be anal cancer. So what, there's what a lot is of the reasons. Digital exam, like what, what kind of machine or? process is it are you joking now no not the digits the digital there is no digital oh i was joking you said you sounded so convincing now now this joke really sucks <laughs> when you have to when you have there to was explain a machine the joke, i haven't seen in the office when you yet. have to explain i mean <laughs> did you invest in something without me knowing i did i bought you a digital <laughs> prostate checker digital prostate checker <laughs> No. It was $21,000. It's the finger digit. Okay. That's a great question. What's your next question there, Donna? Um, this radio listener, call, she sent a question for her husband. She says, my husband is 76. He completed nine weeks of low-dose, high-frequency radiation. He did not receive hormonal, hormonal therapy for surgery. His PSA is at a three, and the prognosis is good. She's only 51. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any options to rekindle our bedroom activities? That's a great question. That so, is a good question, besides having a boyfriend. It sounds, you know, boyfriend <laughs> boyfriend is rarely the answer, Donna. I think it's 
oftentimes the answer. <laughs> I mean, only as often as girlfriends the answer. Well, that's true. Okay. So, um, so, so there's the question of what has occurred to his erections as a result of the radiation? And so mm. if, I, if, if I could infer some, some things that were not stated, it mm-hmm. would be that his erections were fine and they were having great sex and then he had radiation and then he's no longer... Right. And we so, would assume that, yeah. Now, when it comes to rekindling, um, sometimes libido can go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can be due to the psych- psychological impact of a cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. more than just the physical impact of the radiation. Hmm. Most people who are going to develop ED after radiation develop it slowly over time, not immediately at the time of radiation. So whereas oh. when you have a surgical removal, you get you become impotent right away potentially. Ooh. The impotence from radiation Ooh. therapy evolves over 12 to 18 months. Okay. And so if the erectile dysfunction started like right at the beginning of radiation, mm-hmm. then we have to be concerned about uh, a psychological component, which we have all the resources in our practice to help deal with. Mm-hmm. If it's sex drive, then it could be a testosterone issue. Okay. And uh, some doctors will be reticent to treat patients with prostate cancer, with testosterone, but our practice, we have hundreds of patients with whom we treat testosterone because we've monitored or treated their prostate cancer. Uh, then there's what are options for just improving blood flow. So mm-hmm. shockwave is a wonderful option. Mm-hmm. The use of the vacuum erection device along with a penile ring is another great option. Right. And our shockwave is called Sparkwave. Spark <laughs> and then we have just plain old meds. So will it be sildenafil, which is generic Viagra, or tadalafil, which is generic Cialis. These are exceptionally good options to consider um, for improving blood flow and works most of the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, for sure, um, having a patient convinced that trying to get their erections back is worth their time and effort Mm -hmm. is probably the biggest thing. Right. Just because you were diagnosed with cancer doesn't mean you're broken mm-hmm. by any means. Right. We have ways to put you back together. Maybe you, some sex therapy too. That's what. I, that, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, finding a practitioner that's going to help uh, rebuild uh, erections and intimacy, I think there's a lot of opportunities. And by no means should this 51 year old listener uh, feel like uh, her sex life is, you know, over. Yeah, non-salvageable. Well, that's a great question. Uh, Donna, Mm -hmm. how do people get a hold of us for more questions? You can send us your email at armormenshealth at gmail.com. You can visit our website and send an email there as well to armormenshealth.com. And you can listen to our podcast because we're just awesome and we are number one. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com.